Yo, welcome to another episode of the Cheat Coders Podcast. My name is Brav and I am here with Don't Doing Stuff. What's doing? doing? All the way in London, Tam. That's blazing. You're listening to the Cheat Coders Podcast. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to another episode of the Cheat Coders Podcast. This is episode 118. 118. And we are here with my usual suspects of Don doing stuff. What's doing? And all the way in yeah, London yeah, town. Yeah. We have Nats Blazer. Yo, yo, yo. And we have a special, 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 special guest. How many specials, Rev? We have How many specials? musicians in Sydney. Very special, Ooh. so special. You get half price. <laughs> you know, one of those two specials. For one deal. Half price. But we do have <laughs> two for one deal, pretty much, because we have two dudes from the musician duo, music duo of Midground. What's up? Hey guys, we have Ali and Hugo. Ooh. What up? Yo, yo. What's up? What's, what's, up? Up? what's up? What's up? What's up? Thanks for coming onto the podcast. Sorry for the technical difficulties. We want to get into your musician brains and talk about your journey of how you became the mid-ground duo. But first, we need to do our segment, which is props to the culture, where each of us will give props to a certain person, group, movement, anything out there that is moving the culture of creativity forward in Sydney, around the world, anywhere where there is creative flares. So let's start off go with Nats Blazing all the way in London yeah, yeah, yeah. town. Who do you want to give props to? <laughs> yeah, I just want to give props to, uh, you know... Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, props to, you know... <laughs> shit, I wasn't prepared, man. <laughs> Let me have a think right, about this yo, real quick. Yo, Don, who do you want to give props to? Um... I'm gonna give props to Messiah Studios. So Steven um, from Messiah Studios um, and his partner, they run a studio out in Seven Hills. Um, and you know, it's it's a hub for a lot of creatives out there. Um, some of my friends are based there. So Julian, AKA Zorsi has a studio there. He, he records his hey, band, yeah. the consoles over there. Glenn Lamanta has just recently moved into that studio. Oh, damn, damn. Um, you know, so sh- sh- shout outs to shout outs to Messiah Studios for holding it down, and like it, it's it's so good to hear that they're still doing well even amidst what's happening in, in this COVID period. Um, mm. So if anyone out there is looking for a studio space, if you want to uh, record, you know, do a live stream, if you want to record vocals, if you want a practice room, hit up Messiah Studios in Seven Hills. Yes, yes, right. yes. And that's blazing. Who do you want to give props out to? I want to give props to Eski. I know I already gave him props, but he just keeps working. He's um last time I called him, he was filming a music working. video, break dancing, doing his thing. So I'm I'm loving the uh the the grind these guys are doing. They're just pushing through this whole storm. Um, you know, trying to push yeah. all their crea- creativity fronts and just utilizing what they have. Um, very makeshift, very um, creative. Um, I respect that. And I think it's what we need because we are entering a new way of living and the way we present our work is forever going to be changed. So props to all the innovators out there just mm. trying to, you know, make a difference. Keep the world entertained while we're in going through this crisis per se. Absolutely. All right, Raf. Hey, how about you? 
How about you, Ali? Ali, who do you want to give um, props to in the I had to think about this question, and um, I'd like to give my props um, off to the ladies who are doing a show called Offbeat. Um, Offbeat was nice. um, is a basically it's a it's a live event that was um, that's been happening over in Newtown, um, where there's just basically live performances of. Nice up-and-coming artists um you know north south east and west of sydney and it's just given them a platform to perform in front of a healthy audience and just give people um an opportunity to to flex their creative ability um and unfortunately the lockdown's kind of snatched any sort of real chance of growth away from them but um the least i could do i figured was to just give them a bit of a plug um because because what they're doing is is yeah. awesome and it's really good. Yeah. Hopefully now that the restrictions have lifted or mm. started to lift, maybe they could get I'm hoping stuff so. Going again. Yeah. It's looking it's looking better. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Nice. Hey, Hugo, who do you want to give props to? Man, man, unprepared, but um <laughs> there's there's a, uh, uh, an Australian dude in England, Jordan Rockeye, who's di- doing um, a YouTube Props. thing at the moment. Yeah, Jordan Rockeye, peace, man. And he's doing um, a YouTube Ooh. thing at the moment where it's like a tutorial on how he creates music and, and what he does through Logic and his session. And it was like two hour, two and a half hour live streams of like his whole process, um, showing people shortcuts on Logic and, and how he makes music. And it was like, a really big thing encouraging people to um to make new music and then he was like doing a contest as well like um even with those songs that he was making he was asking all of his fans to write and record and That's sing dope. over them play over them and then he would like pick his favorites from the week and then play them in the next next week episode next week's episode and it was really awesome mm. thing Sick. so jordan rucker is the man nice nice yeah. all right i want to give props to all the videographers out there the laws have been a little more eased and a bit more looser. So all the videographers, including myself, go out there and create some content, create some music videos, create just just film something because this is your chance to just to catch up. You know what I mean? And um, I really yeah. uh, wanted to give a shout out to Maxed Out Films because um, they've been yeah. killing it, man. Last year they just did a hundred videos and man, they just really change. They really changed the scene yeah. in terms of music videos. Like now I've seen a lot of drill videos and it's because of them guys. So shout outs to um, <laughs> Dennis and all them in Max Out Films, man. Created nice. the drill music video scene. Sexually. Thanks to you guys. Cheat-coded. Podcast. All right, let's get into the interviews. So let's get into the minds of these two gentlemen right here. So Hugo and Ali, what is Midground? Yeah, I wanted to give yeah give give a bit of context. Uh, I met I met Ali through the scene um, in a lot of the jams. Uh, we've got mutual friends, and um, you know I, I've never aside from the jams I've never seen you perform. But this uh, you've recently put together this new group called Midground. Is it a duo? Is it a trio? Tell us a bit more about it. Um. It's a bit of a tricky one. Um, it's kind of marketed as a duo um, between me and a keys player called Andrew Chara, who's not uh, in this interview, unfortunately, wasn't able to make it. 
Um, but live, it's very much a jazz trio. So it would be me, Chara on keys, and then we've got Young Hugo on the drums. Um, and so live, it live, it's um, it's a three. But essentially, when it comes, I mean, when it comes to recording, and especially with the stuff that we've been working on since the birth of the project, it's basically been me, me and Andrew. But I think as as this is now developing, it's going to start becoming more of a three piece in terms of the production and as well as the, the image as well. Nice. And the, and the type of music that the, the type of music that you guys are making is kind of like a the the vibe that I'm getting is very much a mixture of jazz and hip hop and it's that that type of sound. Mm. Very much so. Yeah, I mean, we we're all we all bring in different influences and different sounds, but we're essentially bringing in hip hop and we're bringing in a lot of house as well. Um, and yeah, just melding it in with jazz, um, creating this interesting new fusion, this new hybrid, yeah. which takes those different styles and um, just creates something new, really. Nice, man. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I heard a couple of your tracks, and mm. the thing that I noticed about your tracks is that at the start, it kind of like melds into what it's what the track is going to be into that jazz flavor so at the start like this is the first time i'm hearing you guys and then it's like oh where's this taking me it's like <laughs> it's like you're creating the music as it's going and then it hits when it hits the the first the first jazz lick and then it just goes crazy i'm like here we are it's, it, it it felt like a journey but like the tracks that i've heard um and that kind of reminded me of a flying cool. lotus type of vibe mm. Um, in terms of like how uh, the sounds just created the ambiance and then safely drops you into the cloud wow. of music that you create with the jazz sounds and stuff, and, and I think that's awesome, and want to commend you guys. So, what's who, who's your got like who's the influences in your lives for the for this type of music? Oh man, well, I mean, first, like I'm humbled like that you would put flying lotus as a comparison because he's one of my favorite producers and a big inspiration you know a big inspiration for me um as a producer i mean i think all his work is absolutely incredible and i would definitely mm. cite him as uh, a big influence on this project um at least production wise um but in terms of uh, other artists i suppose we're bringing in all kinds of different sounds and influences me obviously being from england um i'm bringing in a lot of uk electronic styles so that's a lot of uk garage nice. a lot of drum and bass a lot of um a lot of two-step and broken beat and uk funky so there's a bit of that raw edge there and i mean specifics i mean producers could be like kamal williams um i think as well uh you know guys like um Oh, what's the name of the guy uh, that that conductor as well? Like, I mean, just these sort of producers that are making solid UK electronica. But then with that, Chara brings in a big influence of um, you know American artists like Robert Glasper. Hey. Huge, um, huge influence mm. on his playing. And Glasper, it, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like. You know, we we meld that together, and he's also a big fan of uh, a producer called Anomaly. I don't know if you guys have heard yeah. of him at all. Anomaly's dope. Yeah, Anomaly's dope. Um, so um, that Moonchild is a big influence on us, I think, too. Um, Sick. 
Yeah, Hughes, have you have you got any guys that you reckon add, you, you know we add into the pod? Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, I was gonna throw in Robert Glasper if you weren't, but that was that's definitely a big one, especially for me. Because uh, Kamal Williams, Henry Wu, you said that as well. Like that was a big thing for me um, when you reached when you first reached out because that was like, damn, that they're the exact guys <laughs> mm. that I'm listening to and. And they're telling me that this is like the shape you like the the way you want to go, and it was nice. Definitely those guys for sure. It's a very international um, um, sound, I suppose, because obviously jazz is sort of like the central point of the music we're kind of creating and working towards. But then, yeah, you know, obviously, um, what what can we fusion that? Like, what can mm-hmm. we mix that with? Exactly. Like, what 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 else can we bring? To what it? what hasn't been made and what hasn't been done? Um, and right now, this sort of movement that's happening, especially here in Australia, with um, jazz being merged with house and dance music, is it's a really interesting movement. And we're and we're really you know um, we're really keen to jump on board with that and put our influences into that sound to make us unique. Nice. Yeah, I like it, man. I like it a lot. And I also like that there's that el- there's elements of um, lo-fi in it as well. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Lo-fi, that lo-fi sure. sound is a is a huge is a again yeah another huge influence for mm-hmm. for us, especially Chara. Um, Chara's a big fan of the lo-fi hip hop sound. Yeah, and I mean, I always try and make I always try and make the production because I'm the one that's doing the majority of the mixing. Yeah. Um, I always try and ensure that there's that kind of tape analog warm feel um i mean i don't know about you guys i'm always just bumping the lo-fi um playlists in the background if i'm if i'm working or if i'm Mm. doing dinner or something like that it's always it's just like the perfect background music so i think subconsciously the influence on us yeah there's there's an interesting question as well in the house to it man (laughs) i love cleaning the house to like lo-fi jazz because cleaning is a stressful thing to do like you have to really focus your energy on something and then you need that balance of that music and that ambiance it's just like, it, it makes me like cleaning it makes me like cooking so <laughs> anything to make me like things that you know i don't usually do then yeah. go for it you know what i mean hey, here's a here's a, um, a production question i wanted to ask because sometimes when i'm yeah. producing like lo-fi stuff i get the lo- lo-fi sound yeah. and i just kind of put you know the record scratch as a layer in there. Mm-hmm. Have you ever? Yep. Have you always done it that way? I, I know that some artists have tried to put it, put all of their sounds through a particular filter to make it sound like it, or they record it on a tape so that it, it makes it a little more yep. low. F- you know, they do different techniques. What's your way of creating that lo-fi sound? Uh, the way that I do it is um, when I first started delving into that style like i would just basically put like um a clip of vinyl just underneath the track so the track would the track would just exist as it is and then there'd be a separate channel that was just entirely dated entirely dedicated to um you know vinyl rip underneath it just to give it the sort of sound as if it was being played on the record but as my productions come on and especially just getting used to using new plugins i just tend to drop um tape machine simulators mm-hmm. on either the master track or on a you know on an instrument uh group so whether it's the drums or whether it's the keys or something along the lines of that um you know it will just be basically 
ramping up these tape simulators to just give it the wobbly, dirty, grainy yeah. feel. Um, so, so more or less now, it, it's mostly plugins. I don't have the luxury of using a, a 404, which is what most guys use for that like really gritty, dirty, old school lo-fi sound. Yep. Um, but the plugins that you can get nowadays are, are, are sweet. They're solid enough. They'll do the job. Nice, man. Yeah. Mm. So what's I know your, that it's... What's your favorite plugin? Yeah. Like, like <laughs> yeah. in terms of what's plugins, fa- <laughs> the new stuff? Like, yeah, yeah. What's your go-to? Man, for me, it's got to be the um, CLA 2A, 2LA compressor that by Waves, man. I put that on everything. On the kick, on the pads, yeah. on the on the bass, everything it just gives it so much more oomph and you can just really crush everything down and just make it just gives everything so much more punch and ever since i've gotten that plugin like everything that we've been working on and that i've been mixing through has just sounded like amazing so cla 2a by waves is the go for sure waves make some great plugins man yeah, I actually only just got. I actually only just got the bundle. Um, I've been producing for about. I've been using Ableton, sorry, for about five mm-hmm. years now, and it was only like about two or three months ago. My mate was just like, "Why don't you have Waves on your, um, your stuff, on your Ableton?" Yeah. I was just, oh, I just haven't, just haven't gotten around to you buying it or using it. He was like, "Dude, I'll just give it to you for free," and <laughs> he just managed to um, get it all on my laptop and boom, you know, from there, it was just like production went from here all the way up to there. It was just like, that's Oh sick. my God, heroic. Mm. That's sick. Yeah. Man. That's awesome. Mm. I wanted to get to your name. Yes. Like mid-ground. So mid ground, how, oh, how did it come to be? What, what's the meaning behind it? Um, there's a couple of meanings. Um, the, first of all, obviously being English, I've, moved over from from england to australia about three years ago and char has always been here um and char's background is greek his full name is char Columbus, and um i think kind of culture culturally and it's a beautiful greek name i can't i can't deny it and um (laughs) i and i just felt like when we Met, created the project when we started the project when we started working together on this seriously it was just sort of like this geographical middle connection um and then musically nice. as well it was just like bringing my my interpretation of jazz and contemporary music and his interpretation of jazz and contemporary music and and putting it together because he brings he actually brings more of the hip-hop um sound and vibe to to the band whereas i'm bringing more of this sort of house and electronic sound um so it it made it made sense in my head to um call the project midground because it's just you know musically in midground of everything so that's that was the reason behind the name that's sick sick yeah Mm. so how did how did hugo come about and hugo come about in this um in the project was were you guys performing <laughs> with each other before or was <laughs> um what it was it was in it was really interesting like um it was about it was about this time last year and i was on my phone i got a notification on insta and um this profile hugo Ramore follows me and i'm like 
I don't know who this plug, guy plug, is. Plug. Who is he? And like, yeah, <laughs> oh. he's just like, I'm, I, I mean, sorry, Hugo, I'm going to have to say this, but like when I, when I looked at the profile, I was like, this 16 year old kid following me, man. Like what <laughs> the hell is, and I, I was just like, oh, rah. okay, I get it. I get it. Like young guy playing music, music. Cool. But then I like checked his videos and like, sorry. And it was just like, man, the dude can play. Oh my God god like this guy is like too good for his age um so from there like i just kind of like would you know kept in touch with him via insta liking videos just commenting like hey good you know great playing sounding amazing mm-hmm. and then you know several months later down the line when me <clears> and andrew <throat> had decided that we wanted to make this um a serious project he was like you know do you want to take this live and i was like yeah 100 percent. like we need a drummer he was like, I don't know who we could go and go for. And I was like, dude, I know this one guy um, <laughs> that I know on Insta. Nice. <laughs> like, he's absolutely insane. No one's heard about him. Um, we should definitely get him on board. And you know, it, you know, we had a jam, to, all, all three of us together, and it just absolutely slapped. And you know, that was that was that was it from there on in. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty cool how you're saying um you guys had that energy as soon as you as you um met so you instantly kicked off it's funny because like um i met raf the same way like this was like years ago and i met him on um i don't know if you guys have heard of sound click <laughs> but that was like the dominant platform that people would upload to in yeah. myspace era <laughs> yeah, yeah. and first time i don't even remember raf like we would like same thing we would just be trading music with everyone but then when you actually meet it sometimes it's hard to get that energy and that immediate like oh wow we actually get along yeah. like some people are so into their single entities that sometimes forming a group isn't the easiest thing so that's pretty cool that you guys kicked it off pretty much immediately yeah, in that yeah sense for sure. too. For sure. it's one thing to like that's um sick. get a get, get along in on the internet but another thing to get along in person so yeah you know that's like true. like it's like if, a, if we met like, and I was like, like mad a, awkward like a tinder like, date yeah. it's a tinder yeah, date yeah. Did yeah, you yeah, say yeah, Tinder yeah. date? So, it's like internet dating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah like, you, you, you're like, you're, you're vibing online, you're texting, you're like, oh, damn. And you meet them, it's like, oh, oh this, these bitches are done. Oh, damn, them what drum loops. Was that, there's no one can drum. <laughs> them drum loops don't fit with my fucking my, my sense and shit. It's like, nah, this ain't working. But you guys match made, like, bang. That's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean. I'm glad you found each yeah, other. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, can I, well, can I just say it was? Can I just say it was really interesting for me because, like, it was I had literally just dropped out of school. Nice. Um, just dropped out of year eleven, and it was like a couple weeks later. Ali messages me, hey, saying, "Hey, man, can we meet up for a jam?" And it was like one of my first proper times of really just, firstly, jamming with someone that I've never That's met crazy. before. That was like a crazy experience, but also just for the fact that actually connecting on that level and actually because it was just him and i it was just drum and bass and it was really like and we had loops as well i'm pretty sure but it was like really just it just worked and it was just something that i had never experienced before it was like a a feeling that i just started to crave so yeah really it was a really amazing experience it's crazy how like you know people connect through that music and the way that you guys connected was like through a jam session and the rest was history like mm. many people would go out and go to networking events and they would have the discussion and they would feel a vibe. But in music, it's crazy. Like you guys probably have different backgrounds, different histories, and 
just music together and it just became in sync and just and it just became like a language you just it just created an energy that formed a a, a good relationship and um so what was the next step like to start the to continue the band did you just record did you start recording straight off the off the bat um i think before i had made contact with hugo and we had we started jamming me and chara had sort of been meeting up weekly um and just recording ideas in his granny flat um in the back of his house in maroubra <laughs> and um hey. it was um and so we already had some content to go off of um so. there was stuff that was already there ready to use and you know it was stuff that um it was just the, the first ideas that we're still that we played you know our first show and we're still going to be playing once we're able to play again um but most recently actually we just all met up uh, it's the first time we met up um post the lockdowns wow. and um just had like a nice recording setup um on my bass chara's keys hugo's drums had had it all linked up to my computer just hit record and we just would jam different takes and ideas 15 minutes at, at a time and i mean i've yet to go through the content but there will be stuff in there that i think we'll probably like chop up and use for future recordings um so nice. there's there's new content on the way but i think kind of going back in time like when we when we realized we were going to do stuff as a three it was just a case of um getting ready for our first show and just you know building hype mm -hmm. and getting people aware of us and who we were and what we were about and that we weren't just some sort of like side project it was just something that was actually going to be a bit more serious um so that was those those were definitely the next steps and i'd like to think that they paid off for sure definitely yeah nice i want to yeah. i want to ask um, in terms of like in in the in the genre of jazz when you're mm -hmm. writing a jazz composition composition what is the first thing what is the first instrument that you think of that um that creates the the foundations of it is it like do you start off with a drum and then you add the bass and then you add the keys or does, or does the guitar. keys come first yeah it's, <clears throat> for, i i always go off of harmony like i'm always going off of chords so i normally encourage um chara to just lay down a keys progression um and find a melody within it and then for me and hugo like it's pretty straightforward because we've already got such a, a strong rhythmic connection he can play something over over that progression and i can just join in or it will be me that comes up with the bass line and then he just hops on and it kind of just instantaneously comes together it takes a few it takes a few attempts to sort of like get it to really lock in but you know for the most part yeah. everything just kind of like rocks in fast but my opinion is that it's just keys that that you know bring everything together i don't know i don't know about hugo i don't know like what you think about it right well no for, for sure like even even if like even if we are all jumping in together at once the initial idea might not even be the final idea or might not be the best idea but even if we're jamming for 15 minutes at a time by the end we'll definitely have something that is usable that we can take away um and yeah there's for for a jam session, I think it's not necessarily like who starts and and that but like that'll be the end result. But um, yeah, for a jam session, I think it's more of what what can we get out of it for sure. But 
I mean, I've never been in one of the sessions at at um, Chara's place, so that um, that'll definitely work differently to when I'm in the room when we're in the studio. So, um, but yeah, no, it's good times. But with the yeah, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I think I think when it comes to writing stuff, if if you're writing stuff as a group. Yeah, it, it can tend to be one of those just let's let's see what we can throw in there. Like jamming together is an amazing thing. Like that's I've been I've been to a few jam sessions where people yeah. kinda just let's just make something up and just create something. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't necessarily, then it doesn't it doesn't really matter. But it's yeah, like you said, Hugo, like what can we get out of it? Like, oh yeah, I like this little lick that we used, like oh that this, you know, this little drum fill that you did let's remember that for the next thing or let's can you try this or try that and it's just incrementally um you know repeating different things or trying different things and coming up with like really good products after that yeah for sure yeah so um so amidst all of this COVID 19 stuff have you guys had a chance to perform together yet or like as a trio? Uh, no, we haven't. Apart from the rehearsal slash recording session that we had the other weekends, that's um, that's really been the only live performance that we've been doing. Um, but other than that, it's just been bedroom producing and songwriting, really. Um, yeah, yeah no, no signs of performance. However, um, can I can I just make a little plug? Is that okay? Of course, man. <laughs> yes, excellent. This is your platform, bro. <laughs> excellent. We'll, right, send, cool. we'll, we'll just we'll just send the invoice and stuff, you know. And, and we'll just pay uh, man, yeah. Let, let me know who to make it out to, and it'll be consider it done. Um, nah, it's uh, so next uh, next weekend, I think it is actually. Um, we are actually going to be performing for um, a series called um, Create and Die. I think it is. Um, Create or die. Yeah. Create or die. That's it. Yeah, yeah. and um, nice. we are going to be um, performing as uh, Lady King's backing band. So um, another artist um, that's doing really amazing things here in Sydney and in Australia. Um, my friend Lara, who goes under the alias of Lady King, um, we've um, gotten, um, we've become really good. Um, friends and we've been making heaps of music together and naturally like bringing in the mid-ground guys into the into the creative pit like it's kind of we've kind of almost unofficially become her backing band um for her live shows and for her recordings so um she just got offered to, to do the create or die session and she asked us if we were keen to play and of course all heaps keen to just get back and perform live music even if it is behind the camera and um, that should be happening um, very, very soon. Nice, man. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's really, nice. that's really and are cool. You gonna, are you guys planning to have like a vocalist in your group or are you just going to stay within just instrumentals and jazz ambiance? I would love for the, the, this project to be like super collaborative and, and open to as many different instruments mm. as possible, including, including vocals. Um, I think the nucleus of the project will always be like us three as a trio, mm. but um, there's no reason why recordings or live performances shouldn't have guitar or extra synth. And 
I mean, I would, yeah, absolutely love it if we could, you know, get someone to sing on one of our records or to perform with us live. I think that would be a huge vibe. Um, yeah, so huge vibe. definitely not ruling that out. Mm. Nice, man. I know a singer. His name um, is Don. Don Valix. Oh, um, come on. Hit him up. Come yeah, on. Man, that guy can <laughs> wail, bro. That guy can wail. I've seen him at the Monday Jam just like getting the pipes red hot. <laughs> dude, next level. Thanks, Ali. Yeah, Thanks, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to do that, but thank you. Thank you. No, it's all good. It's all good. Man. Hey, man, I'm, I'm, win, just... I'm wingmanning, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I gotta do. You, you I gotta help a mate. Raf's your agent, bro. Raf's your agent. He's the guy that you got gigs in action. Talking about Oh man, invoice me later, Raf. Invoice, invoice me later. Bond. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <for sure. laughs> <laughs> oh man so like so the, what, what you guys have been doing in this this entire period is just building content creating music jamming out like recording and stuff yeah. like that yeah man um at, for, for me at least it's been it's just been being staying in my room and just generating loads of music mm-hmm. um all kinds of stuff um uh hip-hop beats drum and bass beats like core progressions it's been a really good opportunity for me to just up my production skills because i've just had to you know i spend three four hours a day just like hammering away at it um just getting to learn how to you you know use all the plugins properly that i'm putting in on the records um a lot of other homies here in sydney and even back in england as well have asked me to jump on bass for like instagram collaborations and and video split screen stuff man um, so that's so that's been really good fun. That's been really really cool. Um, I've and um, been working with a couple of other producers and artists over in Europe as well. Um, so that's also looking really exciting. Um, Hugo, you've been smashing it in the shed, yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm fortunate enough. Uh, my old man used to play drums as well, and many many years ago, like ten years ago, he built a um, an underground studio underneath a, a mechanic. Um, and he rents it out, just a wow. rehearsal space, really like amazing soundproofing, perfect, like vintage PA, like from literally from the seventies or from the eighties, like crazy, amazing, really good vocal PA system, um, that he rents out. Mm. But obviously uh, that's where I keep my drums and that's where I play like every day, basically. Um, and because of the time, nobody's rehearsing, nobody's in the studio. So I've basically just had my whole kit, the microphones, everything set up and just absolutely hammering away every day. Um, That's dope. Yeah, just just trying to boost up the technique, getting everything, working on the craft, you know? So, no, nah, I've yeah. been yeah, really trying to work hard, well, as hard as I can without killing That's myself. That's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really good. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I like that a lot, man. I like yeah, that. Really, um, really Nat's had to duck out, but he wanted to ask you, because in, in your background right now, you've got... Like you've got a record in well, the back there. You've got a few things hanging on yeah, the wall. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to ask about that. What What's that stuff that's hanging on your wall? Do you want to talk about it a little bit? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So um, that's a that's something that I picked up from my dad as well. So something he would do. This is kind of like an older, an ancient thing. I guess it still happens, but my dad would go to drum clinics because famous drummers from America, everywhere around the world would come to Sydney. He'd go to drum clinics and he would take an old drum skin and 
So and so I've done the same. I've got skins set signed by musicians and drummers all over the house. But this one's Simon Phillips, old dude. This one, they're like they're just signatures from crazy guys. That's a, uh, an American jazz band, Childish Japes. This one, like mm-hmm. crazy guys. Um, you got heaps of artists. I've got heaps of them all over the house. It's awesome. Really that's cool, stuff. man. So it's not a record; it's yeah. a drum skin. That's that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, drum skins. Yeah, it's a big thing. Used ones as well. Which is just like rather than throwing them away, just get them signed. So it's really cool. And then frame them. That's mad. Yeah, it's really it's like, cool. Really cool. It's like getting the game ball. It's like getting the game ball and getting that signed. You know, like if you're going to a baseball game exactly, and catching the, exactly. the baseball and getting it signed. The drum skin, like that. That's crazy. Is it? Is it a particular like um, performance or a concert? Or did you get it from a gig or was it more so um, uh, just yeah. a free uh, drum skin? You might. You might need to explain what a drum clinic is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there are mixed things, mixed things. Like, so most of them are from drum clinics where the drummers will come out to cities and towns, and they'll basically put on. It's like a, a class, yeah. Work, yeah, workshops and things. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of touring musicians do it like um, to make actual profit, I guess. Maybe not profit, but like uh, as well as doing the shows, they'll they'll do lessons before the before the gig. Um, yeah. that people attend to as well um, and, and, and you get to meet them you get to talk to them ask questions and it's a really good chance to get things signed so yeah I love doing it that's awesome man yeah love really it. fun I wish I could do that with microphones hey like with singers that was because I didn't have a, a drum skin so I had to get like a, a, a pamphlet signed by the whole band and it was like ah, <laughs> it wasn't good it wasn't good <laughs> Don, you should just get a neck tattoo of like signatures on your throat. <laughs> that's, that's, kind of like drum skin. that's your that's the drum skin of vocals. I just get him to sign. I get so him to sign my chest, like <laughs> sign my yeah, cleavage. That's why you've been doing a lot of workouts. So, so, so your tattoos will be good for the signings. <laughs> the workout videos are inspirational, man. I love them. <laughs> right, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> thanks man we're not here thank you i i get a, i get a little like I, I, yeah i get a little flustered when people he's got compliment a new, me he's got a new pose but, as well he's crouching pose as well in on his instagram so if you see his instagram shouts to um don doing stuff or, like 90 percent of the time he's crouching on the ground it's because i don't have a tripod or someone to take photos for me um because he's anyway, about to, you know, run the city. That's a, that's his sprint <laughs> position, ready to sprint out. But anyway, so like we're, not here, we're, not here, we're, we're not here to talk about me and my crouching poses. <laughs> here to talk about mid-ground, here to talk about the boys. Um, uh, crouching Don, hidden dragon. <laughs> bring back the squat, bro. Come on. Let's just bring it back. <laughs> yeah, man. It's in your her- oh, it's man. in your Asian heritage. <laughs> um, what's it called? I want I wanted to take a little break, and I wanted to see. Can we showcase one of your songs on the on the podcast? Yeah. What's uh, What's the track that you wanted us to to play out of the two that you sent us? Ooh. Um, Ooh. So sent you two, um, but I'd be great if you were to play Marion Chapel Massage. That is our single. Um, that we have just released, um, mm. if we're speaking in the future. Uh, so um, that's the one that we've just dropped. Uh, it's 
an idea that we've had for a very, very long time and really, really happy to be sort of, uh, to finally put it out to the world. Uh, it's being released on a German record label called Get Together Collective. Nice. Um, who've taken a big liking to our tunes. Mm. So really, really honoured and privileged to be having them uh, supporting the release. So shout out to Get Together and Jasper. And um, yeah. What's the title called? Marion Marian Chapel Massage. Mar- That's such a good name. Marion oh, Chapel right. Massage, yeah. <laughs> um, so the, um, the reason behind the name, because it probably would come across as a bit of a, prof- like, weird name for, for anyone who's not really aware of the, the, the background of the, the name um but yeah it, it was basically when we were recording um some sort of ambient noise on my phone um i don't know if you when i don't know if you've recorded on an iphone but um it saves the the name of the recording as the location <clears throat> of where you've done the recording so nice. I'm not going to obviously give like Chara's, I'm not going to give Chara's like street address or anything, but I would have thought naturally like it would have saved as that. And then that was what we were going to use on the, on the backgrounds of the track. Um, but then mm. for some reason, the, the name of the location was Marion Chapel Massage. And I was, we were just both like, <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> why Marion Chapel Massage? Like, where? And like, I didn't, I mean, it was only, uh, it was months later that when the guy who did the artwork um, for the record, a guy called Mike, um, he he was like, where is Marion Chapel Massage? And then I eventually put it into Google Maps and it's this like private massage parlor that's like the house directly behind his. Um, and so for some reason... <laughs> Now we know where Tara lives. No, I was just about to say that. <laughs> Can we edit that? I mean, now we know her. Don't kill me. <laughs> uh, don't don't trust me with your secrets, guys. Honestly, don't do it. Like I'll I'll just I'll blurt them out. <laughs> i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say where it lives but there's this place that's behind the place he's just said a couple of a couple of blocks down like because then it could have been any house oh, yeah. like directly behind his place now you know where he lives <laughs> oh dear it's all good i'll, I'll edit that part <laughs> <laughs> nah, keep it in. If you want to keep it in, that's 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 funny content, bro. <laughs> I love it. Char will be so pissed at me, but it'll be worth it. <laughs> All right, that's hilarious, man. All right, so this is Marion Chapel by Midground.
that the, the, the claps from the massage parlor? What's that? And that is Marion Chapel by Midground. I was saying um, is uh, the sound of the claps was that claps from the massage parlor. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. If, uh, <laughs> uh, I'd be. I'd be. I'd be. I'd be a little bit worried. I'd be concerned if there was claps like that coming from a massage parlor. That could imply a lot of different. I feel. <laughs> um, it wasn't actually no. The um, the, the recording that. The, the actual Marion Chapel massage recording is it's deep down in that track somewhere, very very low, just to create some noise. But um, yeah, uh, the claps. If I, yeah, if I heard clapping coming from a massage parlor, I wouldn't know what to think. To be honest, I, I just, mean, I would think that is a great massage parlor. Like people are. I'd probably be it. like, oh, is it, it's just. <laughs> Oh God! Yes, yeah, such a good massage. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely love massage. it. Uh, <laughs> That's such a weird thing to just do. Just be put back in place. <laughs> See now, now, that would that would be really cool. That. <laughs> that would be really cool if, in the future, you record the sound of one of you guys getting a massage, and then put it in a track somewhere as an Easter egg. Just, just. Place it, place it somewhere in one of your tracks. I mean, I'm happy to doing lo-fi. So instead of like um, <laughs> vinyl cracklings, you could have like a, a massage it's track. It'll be yeah. I mean, I'm happy to put myself forward to that, man. My back <laughs> is in pieces right now. I, you know, I've got. I actually, I actually messaged Don the other day. I was like, Don, my my back is and shoulders are uh, an absolute joke at the moment. If you've got any stretches that I can, that I can do, you know, just to try and get some shape back and I've been working on it and it's helping, definitely helping, oh, but nice. I think I need, I need a Marion chapel massage to <laughs> shut one off for me. That's quite, <laughs> See, I was about to say, I I don't think his back posture would help you because Don's busy. He's crouching. <laughs> he's just like sat down, like, and I'm like on the floor, just like whilst he's squatting, like doing the massage. Oh my god! God Almighty! He's one of those guys oh, who squats man. and be like, "Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something." <laughs> <laughs> That's Let me cool, tell you about come, come, come here. <laughs> oh man! So where, where can people hear the? Where can people hear the single? Is that all, all on um, all streaming platforms? So it's a bit of um, it's uh, it's going to be on all streaming platforms. It will be on Bandcamp and it will be on SoundCloud first when it's released on mm-hmm. um, on the twenty second. Uh, it's going to eventually be released on Spotify, but not until around june because it's actually going to be the leading single for the record labels um various albums compilation that's actually dropping as well um so we figured rather than we figured rather than dropping it on bandcamp soundcloud youtube and spotify and then having to drop it on spotify again we figured what we'd actually do is just try and get people you know prolong the promotion and the exposure of the record by um, actually releasing it as the lead single for this compilation um, that mm. that the record label are doing, um, and it just means that 
eventually people will be able to listen to it on Spotify, but not straight away. Yeah. And then when they can listen to it, it will be available with 19 other artists that the record labels put together. And I mean, um, there's going to be some really awesome acts from around the world on that. So whether That's it's, um, yeah, um, um, I don't know if you are will it, um, will the, aware. Of, sorry. Yeah. No, no, go, go, go for it. I was going to ask like the compilation, will it have, will it, will it have, um, a certain sound or is it all different sounds of different genres? Mm. Um, the, it, I think it's going to be pretty varied. Um, get together. Um, they're putting out and like so many different artists, um, you know, in terms of sound and style, I mean, listening through to a couple of the other artists on the roster, they've got like, there's techno on there. There's like hip hop. There's, nice. there's, um, yeah. you know, live jazz trio vibes. There's a lot of UK broken beat on there and a lot of jazz house. And it's really, really, um, varied, um, um, very, really varied style that they're that they're that they're kind of mm. exposing and putting out on there so i reckon the compilation is just going to be <laughs> everything and anything and so we'll be sitting in there quite nicely as well nice yeah. nice yeah um i think that works really nicely yeah, as well with the theme of your of your group because like you like you were saying the the three of you come from different backgrounds and your influences even though are similar they're pretty eclectic and they're pretty you know um disparate and and, and yeah being on that compliment compilation sounds very appropriate for you guys yeah i think so um i think that's probably what um enticed them really to to want to reach out um i'd sent them the i'd sent them the master for for marion chaplin and they loved it and i think um, yeah, it makes sense for, for, for us and them to be working together to put this record out. I think it's a representation of, you know, the three of us um, and the music we make, but it's also a rep- representation of the music that they're putting out as well. So it's, yeah, yeah it's, an, it's relevant, that's for sure. Nice, man. Well, I think a lot of, uh, I think a lot of uh, like up and coming artists and, and musicians and stuff um, love creating music and, and now is the time for people to be creating content, creating music and, and, and just producing and learning and all that stuff. One of the things that I know for me personally that I had to kind of struggle with was how do we get people to listen to our music, right? Like how did you get in touch with those, like the, 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 the people to put your music on a compilation? Like mm. did, was there a particular process that you went through? Did you just reach out to like a hundred people and then that one person got back to you? What was that like for you guys? The it's the power of networking and just mm. socializing, whether that's in person, face to face, or whether that's over social media, is so integral to your music being, um, you know, put out and exposed because you just never know who you're going to meet. And I mean, that's a testament to how I mean you know each other, Don, because that was just through mutual friends and at the jams and everything. Yeah. Um, but what, what it was was what it was with get together was basically back end of last year, I'd recorded bass for an artist called Cody Curry, uh, who does a lot of, who releases and DJs a lot of, um, jazz house, uh, music. And, um, he's killing it in that scene at the moment. And I was fortunate enough to, to lay some bass on his record because 
I knew him from when we used to go to university together back in England. Anyway, so it turns out that his housemate is the is the owner of this record label, and they added me on Instagram. And from there, like I just kind of you know reached out and was just like, hey, thanks for the ads. Um, let's keep in touch. And you know they were like, yeah, send us anything that you've got. And then it was um, it was when the the project really kind of became a full blown thing mm. um, that. I was like, right, well, I mean, let's, you know, let's put these, let's put these contacts to good use. Let's, you know, get to know what these guys are about and see if they'd be interested in our music. So I sent some stuff over and, and they were really keen. And, um, you know, I'd send, I'd send demos over to Jasper, the guy who, um, who runs the record label. And, um, he was fantastic in the sense that he was always just very analytical, really critical. He would say constructively, he'd, and, you know, he'd always say, this is this idea is good. This idea is not quite there. This is this needs that, and this needs this. Yeah. And um, having that sort of mentoring and that actual guidance was was really helpful for me because it kind of helped to sort of shape the production and the songwriting of of the band. And it would you know the, every session after that with Char and Hugo, it would be a case of right, can you add this? Can you do this? Because this is what's going to get the record label interested. And then we hit, we struck gold with with Marion Chapel. And um, hmm. I'd actually thought I'd sent it to him um, ages ago, and he just didn't like it. But then it was actually a few, fr- a couple of friends of ours on Nomad Radio that um, they did like a, a very, very cheeky drop on their show of the record, and I put it up on the Midground page. And um, he messaged me like straight away, and he was just like, "Yeah, dude, what, what is this track?" And I was like. Oh, what Marion Chapel? I sent that to you like months ago, and he was like, "It's amazing! Like, it's just so good! Like, man, like, can, let's talk about this record. Let's let's you know make that happen." So it all just basically, you know, and that's and that's now where we're at. Now we're at the stage of like releasing um, the record on their label, and that was all just purely through networking and. Uh, you know, meeting people, whether that's online and whether that's in person. Nice. Yeah, I like it. And that also um, that's, that's also a testament. I think, Sorry. I uh, I think someone just came up where saying that I've only got like forty sec before, like nearly up at the end of the limit. Yeah. He also said yeah, that. But then he said that the host upgraded. Unlimited. Yeah. Which I didn't do. Oh, yeah. are we all? No, it's giving us free are we all good? unlimited, so we're all good. <laughs> I think we're all good. good. Okay, all good. Um, yeah. So yeah. This episode sounds- has been sponsored by Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> free, free unlimited minutes. I'm like, all right, cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, that's 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 awesome, man. I think absolutely right. Like networking is a massive thing, and again, it's a testament to how Hugo and yourself met. Um, just reaching out to each other. <laughs> via social media and i and i think yeah. in this in this time right now reaching out to ev- to anybody and trying to make connections anywhere is is like is a great thing and it like you never know like what where, where where it'll take you if you go if you just reach out to somebody yeah man, yeah, man like, get like, together so important um mm. and like i you know it it makes sense like it stands to reason because ultimately whether it's whether it's a jam night or whether it's a gig or something, you're both there for the same reason fundamentally because you like music and because you like the same yeah. style. You know, from there, it's really just about being real and being human 
not being like a narc or, or weird or clingy, um, you know, and just making friends ultimately. Like, I mean, yeah, it's great if you know someone who's at this event, who's at this gig and they've got a record label, but there's no point in trying to just be like, Hey, we're both into the same thing. Like sign my band and release my band's music. It's like, developing friendships it's about developing you know like a bit of understanding outside of the the, the reasons why you're there yeah. those are those elements and those aspects are super important because they're the reasons why you have compatibility but ultimately you've got to be real you've got to be friendly you've got to be like a, a nice person to be around otherwise mm. um people are just gonna see you as kind of being a bit exploitative um yeah i see, i've seen it a lot man i've seen it a lot um in england and like here it's the same in any music cir circle you go to um people are always kind of they're for the most part people are, are legit and people are decent and people are real but you still see and hear stories of people who are trying to sort of jump over the um the hurdles of like getting to know someone better before you start like proposing like hey why don't we do this idea or you know would you want to work together um and it kind of it backfires on them spectacularly and you know it's the last thing you want yeah mm. yeah network network is like networking is super important now like totally everyone thinks that the internet now we have internet we could just um you know link up there but actually meeting them in person and showing your personality in person is super important because that's that's how you can you know get farther in the industry it's just how you interact with people in person yeah like you know you have to really figure it out and you know which um which is really cool i like that yeah totally yeah, yeah. i mean even with the even with the online thing um because obviously jasper and get together are based in berlin um for me it's phone calls and i i stuck I, I basically just stuck my hand out and just phoned him you know, it was maybe like a little bit like, well, out of nowhere. But, um, you know, it was just, it was, it was good to make that connection, you know, even, even online yeah. via a phone call just to make it a bit more personal. And that, that conveys so much more, man, because I think, you know, he's showing, you're obviously showing your realness in doing that. Yeah. So totally agree with what Raf's saying. That's sick. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, one of the other things that we like to do on that podcast is, Obviously, like, try to try to help improve the culture. Try to help improve um, all of the creatives out there who are trying to get their art out there. Um, and question for both of you: What is something? What is one piece of advice that you would give to somebody who is trying to promote their art or trying to create art, uh, or would be, or rather, who who is trying to pursue a similar line of art, like or, or you know, music like the like you like you guys are doing. Uh, yeah. do you want to, do you want to start that one off, Hugo? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could, I could, I could. Um, I mean, the biggest thing for me, I mean, this, this past year has been like a crazy year for me, dropping out of school as well as joining bands and, and doing live shows, going around, like touring Australia and things like that. Um, and it's, I, I guess the big thing, I know this is a, a common thing, but time is money. Um, and, and that's a big thing for me because like, I don't know where I will be in a year, let alone five years. And I think people definitely do get caught up in the moment. And this is where I am now, but 
but you don't know what will happen, especially especially with Midground, with our first ever show. It was looking like we were going to have heaps of shows and then the apocalypse happened and now we aren't, we're not doing anything at the moment. But, yeah, so I feel like give it, give it space, give it time and things unfold for sure. I, I mean, I had a music teacher that, that said that I wouldn't make it because um, I was leaving school and but like a year later I was I was with my boys making music and doing everything I wanted to be doing so I think it's just nice yeah I think time is definitely money yeah, shout out to the thing. music teachers that you know <laughs> don't believe in us yeah man yeah we'll man show you 100%. look at me now look at me now <laughs> <laughs> love it I love it love exactly exactly yeah nice, man. I think I think for me, um, like, it's almost the advice I'd probably give to myself five years ago and 10 years ago as well. Um, Just enjoy the process. Enjoy it. Like, you know, have fun in everything you do. Everything Everything that you do creatively and artistically and everything that comes along with that is a process as it should be. And, um, it should just be fun. Like I, I just have so much fun making music with, with Chara and with Hugo and with everyone else that I'm, you know, fortunate enough to do music with. Um, and it's just like, you're going to, you're going to get setbacks. You're going to, um, you know, be sort of confronted with obstacles, but, um, they they are uh, they they are what enable you to grow as a as an artist and as a as a creative and as a musician or whatever and develop and get better and although some of those setbacks will be really hard um it's still an enjoyable process it's still you know it shouldn't deter, it shouldn't deter you it shouldn't be something that sort of you know puts you off striving to do what you want to do you know everything should be fun everything should be something that gives you you know, something inside that's that's vibrant and colourful. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, if you're not having fun, then d- then don't do it, you know? Um, but the, yeah. the, the journey and the adventure is is what makes it so worthwhile and so valuable and, and enjoyable for me. So that's the advice I'd give. Nice. Nice. Where can yeah. they find you guys, like, in terms of the band... Uh, do you yeah, mean well, uh, you mean on like the social oh, okay yeah um <laughs> on social, so yeah. we're on we're we're on facebook yeah we're on facebook we've um obviously just midground without the hyphen that was actually a recent thing um we're now midground but without the hyphen uh so just midground on facebook and then i think on instagram it's mid.groundband um and those are the two platforms we're more or less on we've got soundcloud too which is actually, which have actually got, we've actually got a few demos that would we've kind of released on the slide, so you can check them out. And nice. Bandcamp, and uh, Bandcamp again, a couple of other um, little ditties here and there for, for people to check out and listen to. But SoundCloud and Bandcamp will be popping a lot more once this singles once the singles out. So all good for it. And then eventually they'll hear you on Spotify as well, yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Spotify nice. will be will be happening by the midpoint of the year, and it'll be buzzing. Awesome. Nice. And if you want nice. discounts on a massage, just um, yeah. use the code word. 
mid <laughs> mid ground. Mid ground. Ten percent off. On a massage. And if you're lucky, you might hear us working in the shed behind the behind the chapel. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Like, imagine having a massage, and then in the background is like jazz music playing from the other side. I'm like, hey. That's <laughs> I couldn't think of anything better to be honest. Having a massage and just you know getting your back all reset and jazz, hearing yeah. some like light jazz in the background that would be that'd be Absolutely. sweet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Man, love it, love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is the part of the show we call the Cheat Coder Stash, where each and every one of us will nominate a song, whether it be local, global, like from last week, last year, a flashback or a flash forward, uh, any type of song that we've been jamming this past week. And we'll, you know, we'll put it up and promote it because we love to share music and we love music all together. So let's start off with Don doing stuff. What song did you want to play for the Cheat Coder Stash? And you're going to be playing. I'm sorry. That's all good. Um yeah, so I, I was, I don't know how it came up, but I obviously follow, you know, lots of local artists and things like that. And um, this came up on my Instagram, um, an artist by the name, on, on Instagram, it was chillinit.420. Hey. Um, and and it was it was like a video of, of like women jumping up and down on trampoline or something like that, right? And I was like, okay, I'll buy it. Um, it was actually a video from an Australian artist uh, called Trampoline, and that makes me sound really bad that I, I, I click clickbait. And that's the origins anyway. of your crouch pose. <laughs> so this is a song called um, Trampoline Booty Bounce by Chillin' It. <laughs> nice. I love it. That was Trampoline Ooh. Booty Bounce Big by Chillin' It. This dude, like... Moral yeah, of the story. He's got sick For flow. marketing, just get a bunch of girls <laughs> on a trampoline to attract <laughs> people to your music. That's how Don <laughs> found the song. So <laughs> it came, came up on my Instagram feed. But yeah, the, the, that, that guy has like amazing flow. Um, and he's an yeah, Australian man. artist. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Hugo, what song did you want to play for the Chico to stash? Man, um, I'm probably going to go another local artist. Um, her name is yeah, A-Girl. Hey. A-Girl. Um, yeah, man, I got I to gotta jump on it. I got to give her some respect. So I, I, did a, I did a couple shows with her nice. recently. 
um and her music is awesome and i love it and mm. really really awesome like family and community that they have so um the song i'm probably gonna say all over Hell you yeah. the hey. banger and I, I really love the production on that on all right studio version, so this so is all over you by a girl we need to get her on the show. We played her like five times yeah. already. Oh yeah. I love this song. The, and the production is nice on this. Production is nice on this. Really good. Her voice is just amazing, man. You can call me crazy. Crazy. You and and that's the exact same vibe. Yeah. Mm. Here it comes, here it comes. I'm all over you. I'm all over you. Play this song three times, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we, we need to get a girl on this one. Oh. I'll, I'll tell her that. Yeah, I'll yeah. Her that. yeah. Her. I don't know. The cheat code and is that was on the All Over You by A Girl. You know what I found out recently hey. that um Tucker Perry, uh, who we fe- like who we played on this show as well, we we'd, we'd love to get him on the show as well. Produced that track. Or hey. yeah, and and I, I did one of the one of. The- the most recent live shows with him um he he played keys as well and he's a good dude, Man. Good dude. legend legend love it yeah. i love okay. it ali what song you want to play on the cheat coders podcast um i want to just do uh a little shout out to um it's got to be a shout out to a uk artist so um i've really i've been bumping this album yeah. for the last yeah. week it's just absolutely amazing um but it's a um south london jazz musician by the name of Ashley Henry and um, it's the uh, his cover of Solange's Cranes in the Sky and it's just insane it's just such a good like skip to it it's just something you could easily have a book to it's just it's a phenomenal cover big fan of it nice so this is Cranes in the Sky by Ashley Henry Hey. hey, straight out the gate. Oh. Nice, 
gonna play it for a little bit longer. Feels good, like just yeah, and that was "Cranes in the Sky" by Ashley Henry. Yeah. "Cranes That's in the Sky" nice. is one of those songs that made me like things because of the song name. Like before, I never did like looking at cranes. You know, when you're driving to the city, you see all these cranes, <laughs> and now the song came out, and I'm like. Just reminds me of the song. It just makes me happy. So, <laughs> I like cranes in the sky. Brilliant. I love cranes. <laughs> like, it just it makes me a song. It's good. All right. So for the song that I, I mean, want to like know, um, nominate for so Chico the Stash like... is by my... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll think of your song when I'm having a massage. It'd be so good. <laughs> Every time I have a knot on my back, I'm like, oh, man, i got to listen to some... What you call it? Marion Chapel. Some song. Mid-ground yeah, Marion Chapel. Yeah, that's it. So that'll be good. Um, so I'm going to nominate a song Yo. by Mike Champion. Yeah. And get some, get some songs happening yeah, yeah. from him. And the song is called Experience. Mike Champion, bro. Mm. Mike Champs. Uh, Mike Champion with Experience. Here it is. Experience. Oh, shit. Oh man, see that? It just turns everyone on with just saying experience. I know, man. Ooh. My goodness, oh. he's got like horns in it. Ah. Oh. That feels good. Good saxophone. Oh, I like it already. Like, as soon as that sax hit, there's just. Oh. Sounds like a lo-fi version of me coming from your phone. <laughs> hey, that lick. Come on, Mike. Come on, mate. Come on, Mike. <laughs> Tell him something, Mike. Come on, man. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, shit. Oh, got no money. Oh. Hey. Hey. Damn hit. Oh, man. That's such a good song. Oh, man. Oh, man, come on. <laughs> come on, my champion, come on. <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. Man. That was experience song to by play Mike when you're Champion. having a, a job interview. You know, oh just to God. prove that you got the experience <laughs> they need. For this job that you're man, trying to do. Man, that, that was an experience. <laughs> oh, Shout out to Mike Champion. That oh, was an experience. So good. <laughs> Come on, Mike Champion. Right. Come on, man. <laughs> Mike Champion. All right. Thanks to <laughs> thank you once again to Ali and Hugo for for showing and giving their wisdom 
Is there any yeah. like last plugins you want to plug in before you guys leave, yeah. or any last words you want to leave for the audience? Plug yourselves, ooh, plug, plug. Ooh, ooh, um, yeah, listen to our listen to our record when it comes out, and uh, listen to Lady King as well. Just make sure that you you tune into Create and Die hey. for that, nice. and listen to the cheat coders. Hey. Just do it. You won't. Regret. Oh, thanks, man. Hey, listen to the cheat coders. You won't regret it. You will not regret it. <laughs> Giving hey, you the cheat codes hey. to life. That is my certified good vibes. Hey. Hugo, anyone you want right, to shout out? Hey, last shout out. Nah, man, out. I'm good. I, Ali, Ali covered it all. Ali covered it all nice. real good. Nice. Awesome, awesome. If you've got any yeah. drum skins, pass them off to Hugo. He'll hang them on the wall. Easy. I'm taking them all. Take, yeah. Taking yeah. all the skins. <laughs> <laughs> All the skins, man. Used new ones, keep them coming. Put the lotion in the bucket and the lotion on the skin. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh I'm just kidding around. All right, Don, where can where can they find you? All right, you can check me out um, if you go into your address bar www.dondoingstuff.online or you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook at dondoingstuff at dondoingstuff dot online and you can find me rafflores.com anything to do with your video needs whether it be music videos corporate videos wedding videos any type of video to represent your brand you can um, mm-hmm. go to rafflores.com or email me info at rafflores.com and thank you, you once again f- from the guys from oh don't forget the cheat coders the cheat coders.com <laughs> follow us at the cheat coders on instagram and facebook yep. anything even go to google just type in the cheat coders i'm pretty sure it will pop up or um and also shout the outs to coders. the massage place marion chapel massage you know, imagine if they blow up, that song will blow up with it because they Google it, they'll find the song. You can only yeah, that's great marketing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. You can only, you can only Or you can nice. give them marketing. Probably like, <laughs> they type in your song and you find this place. So that's crazy. All right. So this has been another episode, episode of, of the, the Cheat Coders. All right. Thanks, boys. <laughs> Thank you. This was Thank really guys. good fun. Thanks so much for having Thank us. Yo, welcome to another episode of the yeah. Coders podcast. My name is Brav and I'm here with... Don't doing stuff. What's doing? doing? All the way in London, Tam. That's blazing. What's up, yo? You're listening to the Cheat Coders podcast.